And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and the easiest way to reach me. 602-525-1370. If you insist on sending an email, the website, it's yourcarinsiders.com. There is a contact page. I do not get emails to my phone. I do not have a smartwatch that gets my emails on my wrist. I do wear a watch, but it's not an Apple watch, so I won't get emails on my phone. I'm here to help you buy a car. I'm not here to sell you anything. If you just want to talk, get some ideas, I don't care. Call me. It's 602-525-1370. You know, I noticed something, and before we get started, I want to send out a very special thanks to Bean and Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street, Phoenix, Arizona. Bobby Rabati and his family. It's a family-run business. They're super nice people. They have a great selection of pre-owned commercial vehicles. And right now, if you're looking about a commercial, buy a commercial vehicle or you're thinking you're going to need some commercial vehicles this year, please don't think you're just going to walk into the Ford, the Chevy, or the Dodge store and find inventory sitting there. Bobby's phone number, 602-722-9151. Uh, I'm helping a gentleman, you know, trying to buy a Ford, you know, transit vans and he's buying an f-150 as a as a bandage right now if you drive around and you notice all of a sudden the police departments are driving around in pickup trucks okay they're not driving around in pickup trucks because they want pickup trucks they're driving around in pickup trucks because that's all they can get uh a friend of mine who's back east his company car is a prius it's now a k5 optima because they company he works for it's a pretty big nationwide company couldn't get cars uh you know cox communications my friend works for cox he was telling me they were refurbishing trucks because they can't get trucks and cox is pretty wrapped up in the car business not sure if you're aware they own auto trader they own kelly blue book they own uh some of the websites that the dealerships use and they own the Mannheim auto auction Here's something that I thought was interesting, and if it happens here, it's going to happen in a lot of other places. Nebraska might double EV registration fees to make up for your lost gas taxes. I think that it's extremely inexpensive, and I don't know for sure how much it costs to register a $100,000 Tesla but I do know it's about 1700 bucks on a used car. A new Nebraska bill spearheaded by S- Senator Kurt Friesen would have residents paying substantially higher fees to register their electric cars. It was alleg- originally introduced last month for discussion and proposes doubling the alternative fuel fee for EV registration for its current $75 to $150 by 2027. And it's being pitched as a way to make up its revenue by it's that's lost by EV owners not paying fuel taxes. Okay, it kind of it's kind of comical because somebody who has a Tesla, if they're saving on the gas and their registration fee is going to go up seventy five dollars a year 
in five years, I don't think they're overly going to get offended. They're not going to get pissed off. What a lot of people didn't understand, and I don't help a lot of people buy electric cars. Uh, I've helped a few, and I've helped a few people buy Teslas that were pre-owned. But the one thing that I notice is a lot of people do it. You do not get the tax credit on a used car. And the tax credits are substantially less than they were a couple of years ago because once they sell a certain amount of cars, those tax credits change. And I don't know exactly how it works because it's it's a tax credit. Uh, but it, I just thought it was kind of funny that Nebraska came up and basically said they might double EV registration fees to make up for lost gas taxes. I don't see... The reasoning for similar to 20, half of the states. Okay, so I guess they're doing it because half of the state's highway trust fund revenue comes from fuel taxes. I don't know how many cars out of over 1.9 million vehicles currently registered in the state, only 2,500 or around one-tenth of 1% are full plug-in electric vehicles. They have 169 public charging locations. I just don't understand if this is really what it's the only thing they can think of to do things. But I just it, the article caught my eye. It it kind of cracks me up a little bit. Uh, kind of tells me, you know, really is this what you have to talk about? Now I found another article, and you know we keep talking. I talk about it a lot. You know, there's all these things going on. Supply chain getting vehicles to the trains, getting the vehicles to the dealerships, cars showing up that are already sold, uh, cars coming in that, you know, there's a stop sale on this. But the, the funny thing is I listened, I read some of these articles, and here's one that I kind of got a kick out of, and it was on the Popular Mechanics website. If you have a spare car sitting around in your driveway, considering, consider selling it ASAP. It's quite likely that we're currently experiencing the used vehicle market's weirdest time ever. Carvana, CarMax, Room Shift, and maybe a hundred dozen other companies are striving to commoditize used inventories and move shopping online. Meanwhile, the new car production is down. Dealer inventories of all sorts are negligible, and demand has given been goosed by COVID stimulus payouts that make tidy down payments. High mileage husks have moved from the remainder bins of the buy here, pay here margins over to the front lines of fast, fancy factory backed dealerships. Will this madness ever end? Now, remember, I had mentioned talking about how. Use new car stores are selling cars that they normally wouldn't sell as used vehicles. There it is in the article. Then he says, will the madness ever end? Of course it will. When? And what will the crash look like? I don't know when. I don't know if it will. Uh, I can only talk to you about what's going on 
today, not what's going to happen next month, not what's going to happen in three months. Uh, I don't see any time this is going to turn around in the near future, but I will tell you this. I am seeing it on a daily basis. Use cars that when people were... ordering their vehicles or they were putting their names on cars 60 days ago some of the dealerships when the cars come in and they i i it makes sense they're lowering the value of the car that's being traded in a new report from kpmg consulting firm strives to put the current insanity in context and predicts how it will end or if it will end and one way to another or another, what the new normal may be. That is absolutely correct. What's the new normal going to be? None of this was expected. Just as the chip shortage began to take hold, automotive v- demands took off. I don't. Be- I have not helped anybody that has called me up and said, "Hey, I got a stimulus check. I want to use it as a down payment on my car." Haven't had that happen yet. As the vaccines rolled out and the second round of government stimulus checks arrived in early 2021, consumer confidence in finances rebound. Some consumers used stimulus checks for down payments on new cars. Others were attracted by low interest rates on car loans. By mid-2021, millions of consumers, businesses, fleet owners, and other customers were back in the market. Let me tell you something. Good luck if you're trying to buy trucks for your fleet. With new vehicles and short supply, dealers were able to get sticker price and hire for new cars. Amended window stickers for new vehicles often reflected market adjustments. Okay, It's not an amended window sticker. You can't change the window sticker. When I read that in a Popular Mechanics article, it makes me feel, does this person even know what he's talking about? It's called an addendum. It is a sticker that is typed up by the dealership that will have what the current dealer ads are and absolutely it says market adjustment. It is not an amended window sticker. It is an addendum next to the original window sticker. I've never seen a dealership change the window sticker. With new cars in short supply and more expensive, used cars became more valuable and precious. Mannheim's used car auction prices, for instance, were up 44% in November 2021 compared to November 20. Now, where a lot of these values come from is the raised values in Kelly Blue Book. Well, let me let you in. Let me let you in on a little secret, folks. Kelly Blue Book and Mannheim Auto Auction, both owned by the same Cox Automotive. J.D. Power predicted that the average used car will sell for more than $30,000. That's unprecedented in precisely how markets work. But slowly, surely, and predictably, new car production is ramping back up towards pre-pandemic levels. Not even close. They're not even close to the pre-pandemic levels. That's going to impact used car values. The report lays out four scenarios for the near near-term future of the used car market all four variations of low supply high supply low demand and high demand all lead eventually to the same place for equilibrium returns to the market between supply and demand that too is the essence of the markets folks if you have a low mileage older used car it's never been worth more but it's not anything that really really strikes 
out to a car dealership. But it is unbelievable if you go to look at a car dealership and you find a low-mileage Toyota Tundra that's a 2006. It's likely as valuable as it's ever going to be. So if it's a spare vehicle, now is the time to sell. If it's needed, it will be tough to replace it. Hold it and sit tight. Anybody that's called me in the last four months, the first question that I ask people, do you want to buy a car or do you need a new car? If you need a vehicle to replace one that's been wrecked or otherwise lost, the best strategy to could be seek out the cheapest viable machine and hold on to it for the next year or so. Perfect example, young lady that I know really well bought a car in 2019 for $15,800. The vehicle was totaled. The young lady, my daughter, Meredith, received the check from the insurance company for $24,917. The insanity is going on. It's not going anywhere. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insider 960 The Patriot. I want to send out a very special thanks to Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda in Avondale, Arizona. Joey's been wonderful at helping clients purchase vehicles. He does a great job letting me cherry pick what he has that's coming in if he's got something that's coming in. You know, back to what we were talking about. And, you know, if I sound like I'm exacerbated by this insanity, it's it's frustrating. It really, really is. And like I said, the first question I ask people, do you need a car or don't you? Now's not the time to pay $50,000 over sticker prices. Dealers are asking for high-demand vehicles like the Ram 1500 TRX. Haven't seen that yet. Or a Porsche 911 GT3. But then he actually says $50,000 over sticker for a GT3 could almost be considered a bargain in the current market. I helped a gentleman buy a vehicle, and when I told him I could get him that car for MSRP, he's like, when can I go buy the car? Because he had been out, and he'd been quoted anywhere from 15000 to 30000 over. Now, I am very selective. I am. 
with helping people. Uh, I get to a point where I feel I'm being taken advantage of. I bow out. Okay, I, I will send you out a text just to follow up a little bit sometimes. Sometimes I won't even send that text. If I don't hear back, I understand you've decided that you want to go in a different direction. And guess what? I'm okay with that. You're not hurting my feelings. But remember, I'm not the salesman in the dealership. I'm the guy that you're paying $400 to help you navigate through the times like we've never seen in the car business. Now, when he ordered that vehicle and he ordered it in a specific color, they did have one on the ground in another dealership. However, that dealership wanted $30,000 over MSRP. The KPMG report includes this passage. Consumers who financed vehicles at 30 to 40% over pre-shortage values and find themselves in financial straits could walk away from an underwater car loan the way homeowners did in the housing crisis. While this is unlikely now, default rates have actually fallen. A scenario like stagflation stall could raise loss exposure. Right now, it's a seller's market. So if you can, sell. If you must buy, think about keeping your expenditures low in anticipation of more favorable conditions in a few months. Used car prices could drop 40% by the end of 2023. As always, the best advice is don't panic. Okay, and I'm going to tell you this. If you're looking at a used car and it's there and it's a nice car, buy the car because what happens if it's a nice car and the deal makes sense? I'm not telling you to pay the stupid tax. I'm telling you if the deal makes sense, buy the car, okay? Because when you're home thinking about it, the other person that looked at it already thought about it. That's more prevalent than ever. And if you have the patience and you can wait for an incoming car, that's the thing that I'm going to suggest to every single person that I speak to, unless it's one of these dealerships that decides they want 10,000 over MSRP, 5,000 over MSRP, 7,000 over MSRP. Uh, I'm here to help you. And I've said it to many people. I don't think you should do this. Just like I told the gentleman when he when he bought his car uh, that was not a logical, it was an emotional purchase, but my whole thing was him understanding what it is he was doing. I want to send out a very special thanks to Adam Breen and his team at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, Arizona. Adam has been great at helping clients purchase new Hyundais. Okay, the used car market is tough everywhere. Used car values, when someone calls me up and they want to buy a used SUV, 
in the ten to fifteen thousand dollar range, I'm probably not going to get involved with helping with that, especially if the car needs to be financed. And I will tell you, I did get a phone call from a radio show listener. I explained to him what it is I do, what it is I'm not interested in doing, but what I really appreciated was this gentleman actually took the time to tell me that, hey, my brother just can't afford to do that. He's going to have to figure something else out. I'm here to help you. I am not trying to sell you anything. Okay, here's another article. Throughout 2021, a shortage of computer chips caused disruptions in the production of new cars, resulting in slowing sales. Dealers face scant inventories and sales in August 2021 were even lower than August of 2020 during the sales decline caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. The average new car throughout 2021 sat on a dealer's lot for 51.2 days before being sold. It's not even close to that. Yet in spite of the low inventory, there are a handful of vehicles that Americans are not buying, leaving these cars sitting on dealer lots for far longer than average. To determine the cars American Americans don't want to buy, 24-7 Wall Street reviewed data provided by automotive data company IC Cars on the new vehicles with the highest average days to sell from January through August of 2021. It's way worse right now than it was in August of 2021. The 20 cars on the list take 85.9 days on average to sell. The slowest selling cars tend to be relatively inexpensive. Of the 20 vehicles with the highest average days to sell, 14 are priced well below the average price of $38,349. So let's see. Cars that Americans don't want to buy. Number 20 was the Chevy Malibu. Number 19 was the Ford Escape. Number 18 was the Acura TLX. They don't have any TLXs at the Acura dealership my buddy works at. Lincoln Nautilus was number 17. Nissan Versa was number 16. Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross, number 15. Number 14 was the Chrysler 300. Number 13 was the Hyundai Sonata. I don't think they get Sonatas right now that last longer than a week, not the 89.8 days they were talking about in August. Honda Insight, average days to sell, 91.1 days. The Jeep Compass, 91.7 days. Number 10, the Jeep Renegade. Number nine, the Volkswagen Golf GTI. Number eight, the Cadillac XT4. Average days to sell, 93.7. I just helped a young lady order a Cadillac because the dealer doesn't have any. So I don't know where 93.7 days comes into play. Genesis GV70. I'm sorry, G70. Buick Encore. And the last five... Cadillac CT4, Alfa Romeo. Now, I could see cars, Alfa Romeos being on the lot. Hyundai Ionic Hybrid, Ford EcoSport, and the slowest selling car was the Chevrolet Trax. 
Remember, folks, easiest way to reach me, it's my cell phone, 602-525-1370. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insider on 960 The Patriot. You know, I, I find these articles and I read them. And, and remember one thing. I've been in the car business for over 30 years in one way, shape, or form. I did for a few years work in the restaurant industry when I lived here and did a few years uh, working on some real estate projects. And throughout both of those things, besides the car business, I'd always been helping people buy cars. Always. Have not been out of the car business completely since 1988. So I read these articles and I wonder where these people get their information from or where these so-called experts or these advocates come up with their thoughts. So another article I found that was on USA Today, because it's the hottest thing in the car business right now. The two biggest things, no new cars and the crazy price of used cars. Your new used cars prices were high, and here's how outrageous it has become. Why are used car prices so high? You can blame many of the same reasons that drove up prices on new cars. Now some used models outprice the same version of a new vehicle. It's crazy, and it, this is a, uh, I'm not going to listen to it, it's a, it's a video. The crazy thing is car, used car prices are out of control. Uh, the dealerships, you know, supposedly the manufacturers are going to start cracking down on dealerships, uh, holding inventory from them if they continue to mark up the cars. I was talking to somebody the other day that told me that one of the dealerships in town was actually having bidding wars in the showroom on unsold cars. Now, I don't know if it's 100%. I've heard it from a couple of people. Uh, would not surprise me based on what I know about the general manager of that dealership. But I just couldn't imagine. And all it reminded me of was back in the day when the real estate market was crazy here. I don't remember what year it was, but just stood out outside of a trailer. And there was a guy out front on the little ledge of the trailer. And he was raffling off lots before you could buy the house you had to win one of the lots so there would be five lots and there would be hundreds of people standing outside the trailer the car business is almost the same way right now i was trying to help somebody buy a toyota tacoma and the salesman told me gary i got one that slipped through the cracks this is what it is this is what she can buy it for but i'm telling you if i don't have a deposit in the next 10 minutes the car is going to get sold i called my buddy on the car he said gary i want the car but i'm with the client i said listen don't be mad at me if you call me back and tell me 
that the car sold when you reach out to him to give him the deposit. Well, two minutes later, guess what? I got the text, deposit made. If you want me to help you, I'm here to help you. If you don't agree with what I'm telling you, then it's probably not a good fit and it's probably time to separate ourselves and each go on our own separate way. It's not anything that you're going to offend me by me not helping you. Uh, I got a, a text message at 1045 the other, the other, a couple of weeks ago. I can't do that. And I actually answered the I can't do that with I completely understand. I thought that the deal was okay, uh, it, especially based on the limited availability of the car. So it's if I can help you, I'm more than happy to. If you don't feel I'm helping you, you can say, Gary, you know what? I don't think this is working out between us. Please go uh I'm going to go do this myself. I'm fine with that. Okay. Just remember, it doesn't end when you agree to buy the car. It ends when you leave the finance office. Not when you agree to buy the car, when you leave the finance office. My number is 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to my friends, Chad and Ricardo over at Rodeo Kia in Avondale, Arizona. They've been wonderful about trying to help uh, clients get cars. You know, one of the hardest cars. I've not helped anybody buy one yet. I think it's a wonderful vehicle, the Kia Telluride. They don't get them, and when they get them, it's not anything I, you know, I'm not a fan of these market adjustments. But we're in a time that you have to make the decision, do I pay the market adjustment or do I not buy the car? Very special thanks to David Garcia, Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford. Uh, I've helped quite a few people, you know, get Ford vehicles in the last few months. Uh, They've been great. They haven't been anything other than gracious and appreciative of the business that I, I bring to them. You know, a general manager told me the other day, Gary, I love these deals because I'd never see the people without you. 602-525-1370. It's the easiest way to reach me. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a newer pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. 
if you think for a second that I'm a salesman in a car dealership and I'm going to try to sell you something, it's probably not a good idea to reach out to me. If you'd like somebody to help you, somebody to guide you through what's going on in these insane times, I'd be happy to do that. Once again, 602-525-1370. You can also find me online at yourcarinsiders.com. There is a contact page. I promise you I will get back to you. However, it's not going to be in the most timely fashion. Uh, based on the fact when I say timely, it's going to be within 24 hours. Usually it's just a couple hours. I check my email. You know, whenever I'm home, I probably check my email every hour. You know, one of the things that I found, you know, when I help somebody buy a car or I have a radio show listener, and one of the things that's a little bit difficult for me to do sometimes is when a radio show listener listens to the show and he tries to get his children to have me help them. And it kind of amazes me after speaking to the children that they actually think they understand how the car business works. And I'm just not a fan of certain things. I'm not interested in helping somebody buy. Not that they shouldn't do it, but if you're thinking about a 2013 to 2015 and you want a muscle car with a manual transmission, okay, I'm not the guy to help you buy the car that already shows three accidents on the Carfax. However, I did reach out to the dealership, and to my disappointment, not only did I leave the gentleman a voicemail at the dealership, I sent him an email. No response. Okay, to me, that tells me if someone's not interested in selling you the car, how interested are they going to be in helping you after the sale? You know, one of the things that I can promise you If I help you buy a car, I'm going to be here for you after the sale. If you have an issue with something at the dealership, please feel free after we made the purchase. Call me before you make yourself crazy. I can point you in the right direction. 602-525-1370. As I've been mentioning, these are things in the car business that I have never seen and I hope it does change. You know, one of the articles that I read, and I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but this was an article that was on Bloomberg and car discounts aren't coming back after the pandemic. Okay. And that was from AutoNation, one of the largest retailers in the United States of vehicles. Car discounts aren't coming back after pandemic, AutoNation says. New York Times, half of cars arriving at the dealers are already sold. AutoNation states, the automotive retailer said tight demand and limited supply driven, driven by shortages in computer chips is likely to continue well into the year. 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 The tight supplies of new and used cars that have damped auto sales and pushed prices higher have not eased are likely to linger well into this year. According to AutoNation, the country's largest automotive retailer, their profit has raised, their inventory is down. I'm here to help you through this process. The easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. 
Here's an article that I found from February 16th, 2020 on NerdWallet. And it kind of caught my attention. I did read a little bit about it. And before I go through that, I just want people to understand one last thing. This car chip shortage is far from over. If you live in Phoenix and you are driving north on the I-17, when you get to the 303, to the west, you're going to see a giant, giant building structures being built. It is the largest microchip processing building in the world. They're going to produce more microchips than any other facility. I don't know the company behind it, but what I do know is that the building's not going to be done anytime soon. But this was the article that I saw on NerdWallet. Can the car dealership really do that? And I like this because it says you're ready to sign the contract for your new car, then the finance manager tells you that you have to buy an extended warranty. You want the car, but find yourself wondering, can a car dealership really do that? And guess what? He's right. Yes, they can. Okay, I've not ever experienced it, but such conditions by car dealers, sometimes thousands of dollars of extra products, services, and outright profit added to the buyer's contract have become more common now that vehicle inventories are low due to supply chains issues and microchip shortages. On average, buyers of non-luxury vehicles have paid about 900 more than the MSRP or in January 2022, according to data analysis from Kelly Blue Book. It's a far cry from even a year ago when a buyer could usually expect to pay less than sticker price. Well, guess what? Part of why they're getting away with this over MSRP is the Kelly Blue Book inflated values. Second sticker shock. That's right. It's a second sticker. These days, car buyers are finding out the suggested in manufacturers, suggested retail price works both ways, and it's been a bit of a shock. This gentleman's a California attorney who handles auto-related complaints for his firm. A former car dealer himself, he has received a huge uptick of complaints recently about dealers including extra products and basically saying Take it or leave it. I had somebody tell me that the dealership told him that was then, this is now. No one is forcing you to buy a car. As I've mentioned before, it's the first question I ask you. If you don't need a car, why are you doing this? Some of these add-ons will appear on a second sticker right next to the Maroney lip. That is the addendum. Window etching, paint protection, market adjustments. Others won't emerge until you're seated in the finance office and find the dealer won't accept cash or requires you to buy gap insurance or tire and wheel protection warranties. Okay, If you're putting $5,000 down on a new car, buying gap insurance is not necessarily a bad idea. If you're putting $25,000 down, buying gap insurance, if you're buying a $50,000 car, you don't need gap insurance. Okay, I don't send you into the finance office by yourself. Okay. Pushing high profit extras has always been done and probably will always be done. President of Auto Authority, a concierge car buying service in the Los Angeles area. I will tell you this. The the attorney general or the way that rules work. I don't even want to use the term. The way that rules work in California are 
a little stricter than they are in the state of Arizona. In general, no law prevents car dealers from charging what the market will allow as long as extra charges are listed in the sales contract and the mandatory charges or upsells aren't linked to your credit score. Okay, If somebody says to you, in order to get this interest rate, you're going to need to buy the following products. If they say to you that the bank requires you to have gap insurance, the bank feels you need a warranty, okay? Those are very, very, very slippery slopes that tread on the line of actually being against the law. Features and options that were installed at the factory can't be removed if they're on the manufacturer's sticker. The destination charge on the sticker is non-negotiable, as are the sales tax, title, and license fees required by your state. You can haggle over the -the out-the-door price and wind up paying less than MSRP, as most of us have done in the past. But the factory has to be paid and the state must get its cut. The negotiating room comes from that S in MSRP. A second sticker allows many dealers to add things like wheel locks, nitrogen tires, and charge high prices for them. There are dealerships that if you're not interested in paying for the dealer ads, they're not interested in selling you the car. The phrase that I'm going to say has never been true. If you won't pay it, someone else will. Okay, if you go shopping from dealer to dealer, the problem you could run into, you're at a car dealership, they have the car that you want, and you think you're going to save 500 bucks or a grand. You go to another dealership, they told you they have the car, they don't have the car. You go back to the first dealership, and guess what? The car's gone. So not only did the other dealership not have the car, they lied to you about the car being there, they also gypped you out of being able to buy the car and you thought you were going to outsmart the dealership. You are not outsmarting car dealerships right now. I'm not outsmarting car dealerships right now. I keep it transparent. It's not a matter of tricking anybody. It's about showing you how the math actually works. Everything below is legal. Legal As long as it is disclosed and itemized on your final sales contract, everything is negotiable as well. If the dealer chooses to do so and you are willing to pay, you are likely to see a line labeled market adjustment or a similar term on most second stickers. That's that addendum again. The dealer has added nothing to the value of the car, just wants more money for it. Some other extras that might pop up on that sticker. Anti-theft products such as an additional alarm or a vehicle locating device. Fabric protection for the upholstery. Aftermarket upgrades such as leather seats or custom wheels. Paint protective coating or anti-scratch vinyl film. Window tinting. Flashing brake light. I've never heard of that one. I've never heard of a delivery, second delivery charge. Now, if you're having your car transported, that's one thing. Uh, every dealership, a uh, delivery preparation fee. Okay. I call it a dealer dock fee. I was talking to somebody that in the state of Florida, it is not regulated as long as it's not over $1,000. $1,000 for a dealer dock fee. Other items that may appear on a sticker or later in the dealer's finance could include extended warranty, gap insurance, wheel and tire protection, prepaid maintenance. 
often these back-end products aren't even disclosed until the finance department. You will always hear a salesman say to you, you'll hear this all the time, you know, and I shouldn't say all the time, most, they'll go over that when you're in the business office. Okay, they don't use the term finance office. They, and he didn't use it, finance department. You may find the dealer sets conditions around financing as well. It may not sell you a car unless you agree to finance it through the dealership's partners. It may charge more if you insist on paying cash. There are dealerships that will not sell cars to out-of-state people. There are dealerships that will not sell cars if you don't have a trade-in. There are dealerships that will not sell cars if you're not financing them. These are the things that I can work with you to try to help you get the best transaction possible. I helped somebody buy a car that it was $9,301 less than the dealership in his state was willing to sell him the car. And my friend sold the car to the client as vehicles coming in. Nothing's going to change. But he said to me, I really hate selling these cars out of state. This gentleman had done his homework. He reached out to another dealership in Arizona. And as soon as he mentioned the word out of state, market adjustment of $2,500 was immediately added to the price of the car before the $2,700 in dealer ads. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. If you'd like my help, the easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. You can find me online at yourcarinsiders.com. There is a contact page. Everything above that I just talked about, it is legal and negotiable. Here's how to stay on track. Good dealers are still out there. You may pay more for a vehicle these days, but you'll find most deals up front about the process. Go with your gut. If you feel pressure from minute one, you're probably going to get pressure throughout the whole deal. Absolutely. Print out any emailed offers and keep them as close to your deal. When you're negotiating in a dealership, whip out your phone and take pictures of everything they present to you. After a breakdown of fees and you're out the door price, keep an eye on the bigger picture. Read the contract before you sign. Read the contract after you sign. I've heard it twice in my career. Customer should have read what they read before they signed it. Very special thanks to BN Auto Sales, Rodeo Kia, Rodeo Ford, Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, Joey Staples and Earnhardt Honda, Adam Breen at Earn, uh, Earnhardt Avondale Hyundai. I'm here to help you. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And remember, all I want to do is help you protect yourself. 602 525 1370.